What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Screen Beans. This is episode 98. We're your host, Jerry Wilson. And Carolyn Chillick. And today will be our review over Ready Player One. Are you ready, Player One? Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, it's, it's you know, been out for two weekends now. Mm-hmm. We, we had things going on. Well, it was Easter weekend, so holidays. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, as far as news, the... New Han Solo trailer looks awesome, or Solo trailer looks pretty sweet. I know you are not. Well, you know, when I start getting closer to the movie, I kind of like, do I want to see the trailer or do I want to just wait and be surprised? So I have not seen it yet because I'm debating in my head, do I want to see it or do I need to see it? I'm already excited about the movie, so mm, I don't know. Still debating. <laughs> I did see that um, the first promo image came out for Luke Cage, and it's got a little Heroes for Hire action in it. Yeah. I don't know if I want to see that. I don't want it to ruin anything for me. (laughs) I didn't say I'll never see it. I like seeing it to get excited, but then once I'm excited about it, then, you know, do I need to see it? Thanks. You just spoiled it for me. You're welcome. (laughs) That's what we do here. I don't even need to see Luke Cage anymore. Is that because of Iron Fist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yes. I hope that he does better in this than. And he I don't did know. First you one. know, I don't know if he's just going to be in like a couple episodes, or if he's going to be in it more. If they're going to do a Heroes for Hire thing, or if it's just kind of a. I mean, it might be kind of very kind of thing. Might be kind of Heroes for Hire esque. Yeah, where they, he, you know, he might be in some of the episodes. Like, I mean, it's still Luke Cage, so mm-hmm. he's not going to be in. All of them. He might just come to him for some help when he needs some money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I saw that. I think that was today or yesterday. Had mm. that photo with both of them on there. So there, it's going to be at least a little bit of... Because I know a lot of people are liking the angle of doing a Heroes for Hire because they don't think that Iron Fist could pull off an, a season two by himself. It's almost like he needs Luke Cage to... Well, season one was so bad. Yeah, and it's just like he—it's like he needs to grow up as a character and an actor. I feel like, and other characters too. So it's like maybe this. I'm telling you, he—he he needs his—he needs his costume. That would help out a lot with the fight scenes because that actor he needs some sort of mask. That actor can't do it. Mm-hmm. So. Can't do it. So, are you ready to uh, talk about Ready Player One? I am ready. Ready? Okay, let's do it. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. Okay, so ready player one. Ready. Ready. Player one. Okay. I liked it. It didn't really blow me away, but I liked it. I think I really liked it because of all the Easter eggs and all of the nostalgia that was... I mean, that was the whole point. I mean, I feel like that's the whole point of the movie. Which is, which is fine. Um, I, I had a good time watching it. Um, the overall story for me was just kind of so-so. I, I was a a bit confused as, as to exactly what the IOI, what was it? IOI? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What exactly they were. Cause I understood that they were, 
the the company that the guy who started the Oasis or built the Oasis, they're kind of what the company evolved into. Is that kind of mm-hmm. what it was? Or th- that guy started his own company called IOI. I think that's a separate company that's based off. Because the other one was like gregarious something. Okay. And I think that's still separate. And I think it was still, you know, the guy that started it, you know, it was not anybody's company because it was mm-hmm. until somebody finds that Easter egg. And I think it was kind of just an out there, like he left it the way the OA, you know, nothing had really changed since that guy had died until somebody, mm-hmm. the IOI, because I actually, on one of the billboards, it had what it stood for and it was some innovative online something but i think it was like they're a company that can do stuff in the oasis because they talked about you know adding advertising and all that kind of stuff which Uh is and they can add just enough before giving people seizures right and they can't right now there are regulations Mm -hmm. against that because the main guy didn't want any of that stuff to happen so they haven't been able to do it so that's why they were wanting to win this so then they would have control over the Oasis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now they can kind of work in it and they can sell things. And, mm-hmm. you know, they sell all those suits yeah. and all that kind of stuff that you can buy. And that's how you, you know, get your credits and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And um, But I think that they, that's what they're trying is to gain control over it. And that's how they're going to like basically take over the Oasis and then kind of almost... You know, ruin it because it's all going to be about ads and, you know, you can't do anything unless you pay for it. They're going to do big corporation and poo-poo all over it. Mm -hmm. I guess when I was sitting there watching, I knew that they were a computer online company. But at times, it's almost as though they were like government-y. Because it's like you didn't see any cops in this whole thing until... The last 15 minutes of the movie, and it was just like, oh, so there are cops on this world. Because IOI was doing some some stuff that they have, like, their own, like, police force, SWAT team thing at times. Well, you know, they kind of, and, you know, I wonder if that, like, in the book, that they explain more about what happened. Because, like, when the movie first starts, the guy's kind of talking about, you know... This is the, it's the year so-and-so, 2045, and this Mm -hmm. has been after the such-and-such riots and the corn syrup shortage or whatever. And so, (laughs) it makes it sound like something, some big stuff has happened to the country. To where, you know, maybe the government isn't as powerful as it used to be, or maybe it's not as, you know, maybe it's not the same. Because it's almost like... IOI could go and do pretty much whatever they wanted to. I mean, they blew up the the stacks. Yeah, and it seems and like nothing you know there's... happened from that. They did a raid on these one people that were were hiding out. Mm-hmm. And when they did the raid, they caught the girl and said, "I mean, you you what was it? You owe us money, or you owe us credits, or you have a balance due, or something like that." And now it's time for you to pay up. And they pretty much throw her in this jail cell kind of thing to where she has to work. Inside the Oasis. To pay back. To pay back the the credits and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, so how is this how is this legal? And see, I feel like that's some I think that's something that they should have explained more. I think that it was probably Because they, they had her they had reasons. her at gunpoint. Yeah. With SWAT looking dudes, but yet they had IOI bulletproof vest things on and helmets and all this stuff. And I'm thinking, okay, are are they with 
the government, but it turns out, no, I don't think that they were. This is just the way this company runs. And I'm like, how can they do this with all these guys running around with all these guns? Well, I feel like, I feel like that's what wasn't, I think that it's, they kind of mentioned it and maybe we might've missed the line or something, or maybe they didn't explain it well enough to where it's kind of like, I feel like there's probably not a government anymore. I feel like it's just kind of run by corporations like the, mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of what's happened in this Oasis thing is like just one of the big things. Because now people live in it. I mean, literally people are living in this Oasis. And uh-huh. it's almost like it's become a separate, it's like, you know, Sim City to the max. I know. But another thing with that is like, like they almost like arrest her, kind of like arrest her. They throw her in this box. But yet it also seems like you get breaks and then... If you wanted to, you could just walk out the front of this building. Well, yeah, because I mean, Cause I she feel pretty like much it's she did. Not... It, didn't, it didn't look too difficult for her to get out. It's not like she was hiding around things to get mm-hmm. out. She just walked right out the front door. Yeah, and I feel like I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's one thing where this movie kind of you kind of have to take some of that stuff in stride because mm-hmm. it's like, well, it is just maybe it's just a different way of. Them, you know, it's like a collection agency is basically what that is, mm-hmm. and that's how they collect the money is by doing work instead of, <laughs> I don't know, if it's different if you, because you know they said she owed money, but it was like, did she owe money in the Oasis? Because it's not like it's real money. You couldn't like, nobody had cash. Yeah, no, because he. It's the, all the, credit. It's like you almost work in the oasis and you get these credits inside the oasis and if you die or whatever in the oasis you lose everything that you've you zero out is what they were saying which you lose all of your money and everything that you've got up to this point Mm -hmm. because when he found the first key and he got all this these credits or whatever put into his avatar inside the oasis he was able to buy a new suit from ioi yeah it's like you can make real world purchases yeah, yeah, like real world delivery or something like that. But yeah, I feel like, you know, that's something that maybe they had to cut out because of time is like a little bit more explain. It's like they mm-hmm. needed to explain it a little bit more. So like I bet if you had read the book, I bet you it's a little bit more detailed about that kind of little history yeah. of what happened instead of just being like two minutes of monologue for mm-hmm. this guy while he's walking to do his Oasis stuff. Yeah. Now, the, the beginning part of the movie for me, it, it, it seemed... Now, this movie was two hours and 18 minutes, which I don't have a problem with. A lot of these movies now that we watch, I mean, it didn't they're, they're, feel all, long. they're all like that. It didn't feel long to me. It didn't feel long to me either. The beginning did feel slow, but I think that they were just trying to explain some stuff to get you caught up onto what's See, I feel like that's with movies, on. it's like a fine line, you know, to explain what you need to explain and it not being boring and slow. And I think... Mm-hmm. That's where this movie is. This book is probably a little bit harder because it's kind of like you need a little bit more explaining, mm-hmm. but you know people don't want to listen. <laughs> <laughs> or you know you yes. have to figure out a different way to tell people this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. You know, add a line or something in a movie. You know. But I thought that the actual idea of the oasis, and I thought the virtual reality aspect of this, you know, where you know they're kind of living in this other mm-hmm. world. I think it worked well, and I feel like you know the. Real world scenes between the Oasis scenes was was really good. I mean, I feel like it almost would have been better if I didn't see any cops. Because then it would be like, okay. Because when you see them at the end, that's when you're like, well, why haven't they been around the whole time? 
Yeah, because there's got to be some kind of laws. And I would mm-hmm. assume that there's got to be some kind of laws for a software company to put on a raid with their own SWAT-like people and take people at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that's kind of like, well, you know, if they could explain it out, well, there's no government or, you know, there's no, you know, it's kind of like every man for themselves now. It's mm-hmm. kind of a Western society. Yeah, because like Western... that, that raid was huge. They had... Well, I mean, even the blowing or so. up the stacks. I mean, how many people did they kill? Yeah. And, and I get it, the stacks. I guess it was like the... Trailer park. The, the but, trailer park. And maybe... Well, the cops ended up showing up at the end of the movie there. Yeah. So I was gonna, I was about to say, well, maybe they just don't really go there because it's, it's you know, the... the yeah, I mean, I feel the, like, you know, the, it's, you know, with their drones and all that kind of stuff, it's, you know, they needed to either explain it a little bit more of... Mm-hmm. why there's not as much maybe there is some enforcement but maybe only t- I don't know that's what yeah but I feel like I feel like also this is you know this you know it's made it's almost like it's made for you know like the storyline itself is pretty straightforward you know it's kind of like yeah. you know and you know it's just finding keys to it's kind of just a different way of doing an adventure movie. I mean, it's the same like as an in Indiana Jones. Or mm-hmm. I like how it, it took them five years to get the first key, but then after they got the first key, they pretty much knocked down the next two pretty quick. As far as getting them, as yeah. in in a time frame, mm-hmm. it's like it just pretty much went from five years found the first key, and then a few days got the second one. Yeah, and it's kind of like. I guess because, I mean, maybe once you get the clue, because maybe they didn't have any clues. She said that one guy found that one portal or something. But then once you find the clue, then maybe that helped, you know, Mm -hmm. it's made for you to be able to do it. It's just. And then my thing is the the clue that, what's his name, finds. I I don't even know the main main lead actor guy's name. His name was Wade Watts. And then I think his. Wade Watts. Which I like the name, Wade Watts. Um. And then I think in the Avatar, he was just called, well, it was like, um, start with a P. Oh, yeah. I'm not even going to pronounce it. But, you know, they called him Try. Z. Mm-hmm. But I like how he had gone and watched that one video countless times. And then only, you know, now did it, it click with him about the going backwards mm-hmm. thing. Well, it's like he didn't ever listen to it that far. Like, he, he was about to leave, and then yeah. he just accidentally heard this and it's like, part. Has he always left before this part, not kind of not, not paying attention? And, and why, I, so I assumed that he had figured that this little video, because these videos, sorry, the videos are from the creator's Yeah, it's like brain. he made an archive of his brain, and it, after he died, this building, basically a library of his memories. Yeah, and so I, I assume that... Wade Watts knew that the that there was a clue in there for the race because mm-hmm. that's that's why he kept going back to it so much. He just kept trying to figure out what it was. I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and think eventually so. he did, which was really cool. I mean to to figure out the the answer or what to do on that first race, which was to just go backwards. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool to be underneath the street and kind of seeing. Oh, like yeah, it's like almost like you're you're out of the 
the oasis and you're kind of seeing like the you're seeing the matrix yes yes you're seeing the matrix of it which was really cool uh-huh. yeah especially like with you know when you start seeing king kong and all that stuff and you know i think i, I really like you know it really helps you know make it a lot more fun when you see all these characters when he's like you can climb Mount Everest with Batman. And, mm-hmm. you know, the main bad guy was kind of dressed up as, you know, Superman. You know, he had like, you can tell he had the Superman face. Yeah, and he had the little curly Q yeah, hair. Yeah, little hair. And then, uh, you know, and then he dresses up, you know, the main guy kind of does his disguise with Clark, Clark Kent glasses. And, you know, mm-hmm. kind of changes him to look like a Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Clark Kent and... You know, they had the iron, I mean... Yeah, the yeah, yeah there's way and, too many Easter eggs in here to... And I feel like there's even a all. bunch that you... Like, I don't know, I noticed in one scene there was a poster for Goldie Wilson. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Which that's I like a, didn't even see. Like a small little Back to the Future kind of reference. And, uh, you know, there. I'm sure that this is one of those movies where you can go back and watch and a lot of stuff in the background. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like that's what the creator of this world... That's what he lived on. You know, he was, you know, alone most mm-hmm. of his life. Yeah. And this is what he lived off of is all of these pop culture games, movies. And I thought that the whole thing with The Shining was awesome. Yes. That's probably really cool. my favorite part of the movie is when they're in The Shining. And, you know, that <laughs> person's like, I've never seen this movie. And, yeah. you know, they see the girls. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the elevators and, you know, there's the blood's coming. And, uh-huh. <laughs> and I mean, and then the when he goes into room two thirty seven, it's like you know. And then the chick, the chick's walking up to him, and he was, and he was just like, you know, I'm gonna go with it. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> no. And I feel like you know, you'll, you know, people when they saw room two thirty seven, people who knew the movie, mm-hmm. you know, you could kind of say, you could hear them go like, oh, or you know, mm-hmm. you, they may. It's like you could tell, you know, people that, yeah, like oh. Mm-hmm. This ain't gonna be good, but I really thought that was a cool kind of like where you're actually put into that movie. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I thought that was really neat and just you know, all of that kind of. I mean, and so that's what this movie you know, it's definitely worth a watch if you love pop culture. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. oh, yeah, I, I feel like there's so many little Easter eggs that it'll like keep you in. Inter- I mean, I feel like it's an entertaining movie. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I thought that the the actors did a great job. Yeah, I, I didn't. I I believed. Yeah, I thought it was they, very well cast. Who they were and what they could do, and because even all, like all the that. main bad guy, you know, you know, he's just a corporate. You know, he he's not like the super bad. You know, they didn't, but he was kind of like somebody who loves money and he's working for the man. And they even show him mm-hmm. in a scene where he was an intern at this company. And, yeah. um, you know, where you could kind of, you know, it's like I like it when they make a movie where they're not so one sided. Like mm-hmm. this bad guy is bad and that's all, you, you know, you kind of see where how he became the way he, yeah. you know, I mean, and just a tid, and just small bits, you didn't need to see a ton of it. Mm-hmm. But I thought that all of the main characters, you know, the his clan or whatever, kind of ended up being with the the girl, yeah. and um, then his best friend who ended up being a girl, being a girl. and uh, you know, then the other two guys on one's like eleven year old kid, and 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 I think I mean that's. <laughs> 
that's the beauty of this world is you could be anybody and mm-hmm. you know, have no idea if you know who your avatar person is so yeah but you know and that whole idea i think is you know is cool and i feel like you know i mean there's a lot of i mean that's it's not to that extent but that already happens now with mm-hmm. all of these gaming you know, people are doing all of these different online gaming and all this mm-hmm. stuff where you make your own avatars and do all this stuff. And it's. And, you know, you're getting those virtual reality goggles and all that stuff now. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm, you know, two, four, 2045 isn't that far away. I don't think it'll be to that extent, but I mean. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we're going to run out of corn syrup in 2027. Yeah. <laughs> but who knows? We might. And the, the fall <laughs> of the economy, man. Yeah. And. I, you, you know, you and me, we're not big, huge 3D moviegoers. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I hate wearing the glasses. It's like, I, I would watch a 3D movie if I didn't have to wear glasses. Well, I feel like most movies that are 3D, it's an afterthought. And is it really worth paying the extra money to see mm-hmm. five minutes of something that's kind of coming at you? Yes, It's like, I would unless agree. a movie is made... From start to finish, knowing that it's going to be three, like it's made for 3D, mm-hmm. then I don't really feel like it's worth it. Now, being somebody who wears glasses and then having to put 3D glasses on on top of glasses, that's annoying. So it's like yeah. if I, I have to plan ahead and wear contacts and do all this stuff and then, you know, deal with that. But it's like, but I think that this movie could probably look pretty cool in 3D, especially yeah. when you're in the Oasis. Well, and, and when the most of the movie is a computer generated world. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easier to do the three yes. kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I mean, I feel like definitely I I really liked you know the three phases. The one thing I was I was wondering, so the last key when he's looking for you know he's doing the game, he found the invisible dot and mm-hmm. all this stuff, and he found quote unquote the Easter egg. You know, or like he he even found the three keys. Yes. Well, what happens if he leaves the game? Or what happens? Does he... Would he not be able to go back to where he was? Like, if he didn't get that Easter egg, you know, the guy's handing it to him. If he didn't touch it, Mm -hmm. does that mean that he didn't actually get it? He'd have to start back at... Because, you know, this whole thing is they're in that car and they're being chased. Yeah. Did, did Did he have to go through all the motions right there or could he have just taken off his mask knowing that he had the three keys already right or you know what happens if some he did get unplugged on accident it's not like he lost his life like they thought yeah, he was yeah i guess i would just assume that if you got the three keys you have the three keys that you it's can just go, a matter of coming go, back yeah just, just before somebody back. else now everybody knows how to do it uh-huh you got to make sure that but nobody yeah. else has any of the keys because everybody else except him lost it because whenever they yes. died they lost mm-hmm. all of their money and all of their keys which i thought was awesome that he got an extra life because of the little bet he made with the butler dude in the library yeah the little and extra it, it, i knew that a, quarter was going to yeah, come back it, it, or something. it had to have been had to have been something I knew it was going to be something with that quarter i didn't know it was going to be an extra life but it's like there's got to be something more to but that, that was a cool little a cool little twist thing yeah and the fact that the butler is was uh the other guy that was mm-hmm. the Simon Pegg character who was yeah. like the partner that kind of got you know and they're kind of vague on that I could never realize if he got pushed out or if he left on purpose 
you know, because, you know, they kind of talk about it a little bit mm-hmm. about him getting. And so I don't know. It couldn't have been like where he hated the guy because then he was the butler of his mm-hmm. of his mind, you know, basically. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it seems like it would be a pretty interesting book to read, too. I bet you, you know, because I bet you it has a lot more of the pop culture references and, mm-hmm. you know, the writer actually, you know, you know, talking to, you know, I think there's even more and more detailed and you can get a little bit more aspect of the world because yeah. um, it's supposed to be, I mean, a really good read. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll never read it. <laughs> I know you won't. Why would you? There's a movie. <laughs> yeah, just watch that again. So, but anyway, yeah, I thought it was a very entertaining movie. I mean, it's not like a levels of, you know, depth to it, but it's fun to watch. It mm-hmm. had a lot of the Easter eggs and, you know, a lot of kind of pop culture references and I mean it's just a fun movie to watch and I think Mm -hmm. it's not and I think it would be fun for anybody who likes pop culture even if you're not really big into these types of movies it's not really like a virtual reality I mean I don't know it's kind of hard to explain it's not even if you don't like this it has so many references and it's still fun to watch that I think it's has a little bit for everybody Mm -hmm. I mean of course there's going to be some people who don't want to see it but what are you going to do with yeah, them? Yeah, who could absolutely care less? Mm-hmm. But I thought it was Sorry, fun. it's not an indie flick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no subtitles, but... <laughs> but anyway, I thought, I mean, it's definitely fun to watch. And, you know, the whole, you know, the three different ways to get the key. You know, the race was really f- cool to watch, you know. And he's driving his DeLorean from Back mm-hmm. to the Future. And... um you know, they have, you know, the T-Rex in there. And even at the end, when there's that huge fight scene where he kind of gets all those. I loved how they had all the people that were, ba- you know, pretty much everybody in this game uh-huh. coming to fight. Yes. And, you know, you and I'm sure there's a million little Easter eggs of what these people are fighting as. Because, you know, there's a oh, lot of I'm characters. Sure. They kind of show really quick that I didn't... I didn't catch, but it's like one of those things, again, like if you see it again, you'll be like, oh, look, there's so-and-so, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's Power Ranger, you know, somebody oh, in there. Yeah. And But I loved how when that scene was happening, and then they would kind of go back to the real world, you see all these people in the street, you know, just mm-hmm. fighting Standing and running and doing and... stuff and, you know, kind of doing that. I thought that was pretty, you know, kind of a cool juxtaposition. Mm-hmm. But... And that chair that that guy had, his gaming chair, man. Yeah, so, okay. So with Wade, he had a little hideout kind of thing where he would go and and plug in and Mm -hmm. and all that. And he actually had like a treadmill thing that would move in all kinds of different directions. And he was kind Mm -hmm. of harnessed into it. It's like once you get into the Oasis, it's like you're you're like walking and doing all the stuff. So this guy in his souped-up chair. I think that you kind of can do it differently because he had like his hand. You know, maybe like, it's like you know you can still. Maybe it's there's a button just a he can push to walk and stuff kind of like thing. that. I bet you. Okay. Because that way he could do all that running and stuff and not actually you know. If you actually have to run, you have to be pretty 
in pretty good shape to do it. Mm -hmm. With this chair, you can just be a slob and be able to win all this stuff. Yeah. And it's just maybe it's different controls mm -hmm. and stuff that. But yeah, he had like a, was it omnidirectional treadmill where you can just mm -hmm. run in place, but do all different kinds of stuff. Which was really cool as he was sitting there kind of, you know, warming it up or whatever, make sure everything is running smooth. It mm -hmm. was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I thought, yeah, it had a lot of stuff in there that I thought was really cool. I think it was just kind of like, you know, the whole thing with the, can this, you know, and it's like, it's a movie, but it's, you know, the law enforcement and this kind of how, how does this company get this much power mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. And I feel like that's the only kind of little downside because if you start thinking about it and then it's like, well... It's just a matter of just just watch it to enjoy it and just kind of throw that at, out the window. And, you know, and there's some movies that you just have to do that. And there there's some movies you just want to throw out the window. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. But at the end of this, you know, the Wade gets it. He gets the Easter egg. Mm -hmm. And I also think that's pretty cool that he shuts down like it's pretty much him and his tribe or whatever. What do they the call clan. the clan? They call it the high five. The high five. <laughs> that. They're kind of running the oasis now, mm -hmm. and they put a like a Tuesday Thursday no no oasis. You got to yeah. kind of be in the real world and you know live you know mm -hmm. your real life outside the oasis. And then they also shut down all of the IOI little the loyalty program. Like you can't yeah. do you can't make somebody pay for their credits by doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because I think that that girl said that her dad died because it was kind of like loan mm -hmm. sharks. Yeah. He was trying to pay off his credits, but... And then they I kept he, on adding to it or, you know, there was, you know, mm -hmm. stuff. And then he got sick and then he couldn't... He just, he just couldn't catch up and then just yeah. died. Mm -hmm. So... And so it's kind of like, you know, they were doing it to where... And then maybe they borrowed money. Maybe it's like where you bought credits from them and if you didn't pay them back, you had to do this and... Mm -hmm. It's one of those things where the interest piles up, just like, you know, credit card yeah. debt. But, not, you know, instead of them ruining your credit life, they're ruining your actual life. Mm -hmm. Since your actual life is online. I mean, you're actually living online. Yeah. So, it's definitely a hard life. Okay. All right. Well, you ready for uh, grades and rankings? Uh, yeah. You you can go first this time. <laughs> I could go. Okay, what are we gonna do first? Grades or rank grades? Grades. We gotta do grades. Oh man, I I go back. I go back and forth. I go back and forth, and I go back and forth between a C and a B. Mm -hmm. And it's like I'm trying to think B. That I'll, uh, am I glad I saw it in the theater or C? Would I sooner just rent it? I know definitely I would have rented it. So mm -hmm. I know it's at least a C. Mm -hmm. Would I go back and watch it in the theater? No, I wouldn't. So that's where I'm kind of having my my dilemma. It's like I, I want, I'm having a dilemma, Carolyn. <laughs> and my gut, my gut is telling me. It's like, I'm glad I saw it in the theater, but. Some of the stuff was, it just felt like it was a, a stay-at-home rental to me. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh, decision <laughs> oh, time. Man, 
Decision time. It's like this right here is going to take just as long as our whole podcast. Do I need to play the Jeopardy music? Man. It's like if I say C, do I feel good about it? C. Because I know I would have rented it and I would have been great with it. But at the same time, I like all the Maybe I should have won first. I I know. (laughs) I needed more time to think. C. I'm going with C. C was my gut reaction earlier, like yesterday was mm-hmm. my gut reaction to it was going to be a C. And at that time I was thinking, just go with your gut. C. You're, okay. C. Well, I feel like C isn't mean that it's a bad movie. No, it, it doesn't. Because I feel not- like it's it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of just the way that we do it. You know, our grades. Because C is still passing grade. Yeah, and C is I still would have paid for something because I would have paid to rent it. And I would have been completely fine mm-hmm. with renting this, staying at home. I would be like, hey. This was a great, fun little rental. Right. But to go to the theater, I, it's, it just wasn't there for me. Now, if I would have been a big 3D nerd and all that, maybe maybe then, yes, you have to you know see it at home in 3 I mean, at the theaters in 3D and, and all that. But like I said, I'm not a 3D person. It it's not, doesn't yeah. really do a whole lot for me. I'm going with C. C. Okay. The answer, the answer is C. <laughs> well, the whole time you're discussing that, I'm going, I'm giving it a C. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like, you know, it, I like the movie, mm-hmm. but would I have needed to see it in the theater? Probably not. It was still entertaining. And like you said, mm-hmm. I would have been fine renting it. And I would have probably had written it, uh, rented it. Mm-hmm. Because I liked all the pop culture references, and there were definitely some scenes that I really liked. But overall, I thought that the movie itself was a little bit, you know, the storyline was a little bit dry. You mm-hmm. know, it's kind of predictable. And, you know, it's pretty, you know, A, a plus B equals C kind of movie plotline, which is not bad. Mm-mm. But, you know, I'm just trying to think of overall the movies that we're seeing and all that kind of stuff. I feel like it was a C. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'd even C. go as saying C+, because it's definitely on the high end of the Cs. Yes. So, um, but yeah, I think that it's definitely, I would consider it a C movie. And even mm-hmm. like the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes and stuff, it's, you know, it's been it's, getting 80, it, 70%. And so I feel like mm-hmm. we're kind of right in balance with everyone else that's mm-hmm. seen this movie. Yeah. So, I'm okay. good with the C. Okay, you're good with the C. Man, you're you're, you're going to... There's more exciting stuff happening over there with your rankings because that makes the third C movie yeah. for you. <laughs> so I'll go first, and then we'll, we'll leave all the, the drama for after this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tons of drama. <laughs> drama. Okay, so mine was a C. So mine's, mine's pretty clear-cut where mine's going. Because um, right now, at number four, I have A Wrinkle in Time. Mm-hmm. It's my D movie. Not because it was bad. It just wasn't what wasn't made for me. Mm-hmm. And then coming in at number three is Ready Player One, then Tomb Raider, and then ahead by a mile, Black Panther. <laughs> it seems like it seems like that movie came out so long ago. I know. It's been like what two months? Two months, and it's like we're, we've only seen four movies. It's like, well, get ready because it's about to get crazy. 
Yes, I know. Rampage is coming up. Ugh. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm sticking it in the uh, the three slot. Okay. Right now, that was my pin. If you if you guys heard that. Clickety clack. Clickety clack in my pin. Well, so my ranking. So I have Wrinkle in Time as my number four. It's going to stay there. Number three, I'm going to put Tomb Raider as number three. Okay. And then number two, I'm going to put Ready Player One. And the reason for that is I think the acting was better in this one. I felt like Tomb Raider was kind of just, the acting in there was just as dull as, you know, the story. I feel like, you know, the storylines themselves were pretty predictable. A plus B equals C. But the acting in this one, I liked all the characters. I thought that they did a good job in acting. I liked the main character. Mm -hmm. And Tomb Raider, I felt like it was a little like, I I liked all the actors in Ready Player One much better than in Tomb Raider. The main chick in Tomb Raider, she she needed to have more help from better casting. Mm -hmm. Like, she did. I just liked the story. In that one better than Ready Player One. Yeah. And see, I, I'm kind of... Both of them are a little... I like Ready Player... If I had a choice, I would rather watch Ready Player One again than mm-hmm. watching Tomb Raider. Because Tomb Raider, I feel like if you want one and done, I'm good. Ready Player One, I feel like I could watch again and find new things and, you know, kind of still be excited about watching it. And mm-hmm. Some of the scenes in there, I think, were a lot more entertaining, like the race and the whole Shining. Again, my favorite part of the movie is when they're in The Shining. <laughs> And, uh, and I just think, I think there was just, cause I love pop culture. I think that this movie just kind of, I like better than Tomb Raider. And then at one is still sitting Black Panther. Yeah. And most likely it'll still be one after this weekend's rampage. Uh, I don't think that there's even a chance. <laughs> I know. Cause I think rampage for you is, is, uh, is this year's. Um, Skull Island yeah. from last. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that this movie might have going for it is if the animals look very well done CGI. Other than that, there's really... I know. So so we have Rampage this weekend, mm-hmm. and then we get a weekend off. Mm-hmm. And, and then, oh man. Then our minds get blown by Avengers. Avengers, which we already scheduled to go see it twice. Right. And then we'll have a week off, then Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Then Solo. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, I'm so excited for those three movies. Yeah. Then it's all like, downhill. And then it's all downhill. <laughs> I mean, then you got Ant-Man. Yeah, you got some other stuff in there. You got Ant-Man's in there, but... in there and, you know, the Jurassic World. But, well, I don't know how I'm feeling about that. I'm not, I, I mean, if we're going to go off the rails with we're, Jurassic World... It's like, I never like it when they bring them back to the city. I never, like Jurassic uh, Jurassic Park 2, where they bring the T-Rex to the mm-hmm. city. I'm never a fan of that. So, we'll see. It's like you're doing the same thing. It's Jurassic 2. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. So, bananas. <laughs> and, and I'm with done. That, and I'm with done. that, folks, I think we're done. Yes. Perfect. That's going to wrap it up for us today. We'll be back later this week with our TV reviews. That should be on Friday of this week. But um, I think that's going to be it for today. You can always find us online at ScreenBeansPodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at ScreenBeansPod. And you can also find us on Facebook. Friend us, like us, share us, you know, whatever makes you happy. You can also find all of our podcasts on iTunes, 
TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever on the dark web you can find us. So until later this week, you guys have a good weekend. Bye, guys.